This is the Purposeful Career Podcast with Carla Hudson, episode 25. I'm Carla Hudson, brand strategist, entrepreneur, and life coach. Whether you're on the corporate or entrepreneur track, or maybe both, decades of experience has taught me that creating success happens from the inside out. It's about having the clarity, self-confidence, and unstoppable belief to go after and get everything you want. If you'll come with me, I'll show you how. Hello, friends. I hope you guys had a great week. I am so excited because on the day this goes live, it will officially be summer in the United States. And it's also Father's Day in the US. So before I dive into this episode, I just want to wish all my dad and all the dads out there an absolutely amazing day. So let's go ahead and get into this episode. You know, over the past two weeks, we've been exploring how our thoughts can either move us forward or hold us back. And I wasn't originally intending to do a multi-part series on thoughts, but the episodes have been so popular. Many of you are listening to them. You tell me more than once, and I've gotten so many questions and comments in DM and email that I actually wanted to do another one. Because the truth is, if you want to do more in your career or your life, learning how to strategically manage your mind is going to be a primary enabler of that. So if you're new to the podcast, you're just joining us, welcome. And I want to invite you to check out episodes 23 and 24, because they're kind of where the thought series begins. In episode 23 on thought maintenance, we talk about the importance of being aware of the thoughts that you have and deliberate about the ones that you're choosing and the impact that that can have on your career and life. It's kind of like a great closet clean out if you've ever done that, but for your mind. Super, super important to practice thought maintenance. And in 23, episode 23, we talk about thought clusters, which goes a little bit deeper into thought management, where we examine the significance really of one individual thought. Because it's really easy to underestimate the importance of a single thought. But in episode 23, I share that our thoughts tend to travel in clusters of similar thoughts. This helps to explain how one challenging experience or interaction can become a series of challenges or an ever worsening mood or a more and more challenging week. It's because one thought that led to frustration or self-doubt was immediately followed by another and then another and then another. This is what happens when we live unconsciously and we let our brain run the show without really being aware of what's going on in our mind and choosing to manage that. Managing your mind is the key to not only a rewarding and meaningful career, it's honestly, honestly the secret to living your best life. I know it sounds a little woo-woo if it's the first time you're hearing this. It did to me, but I was intrigued. There was something inside that was like, oh, 
this is different. I need to pay attention to this. And now that I'm practicing it, I can tell you it is true. The transformation these principles can bring about are limitless. So given the interest, I decided to go a little deeper into the topic in this week's episode with a concept I call thought pathways. And the reason I think this one is important is because it's relevant to every human on the planet, because this is something we all do. It's how our brains work. And it's about repetitive thoughts. And it's where all thinking, feeling and behavioral patterns come from. So I think it's fascinating too. So this one's not just about your career. It's really about your whole life. So if you hate your job, I can guarantee there is a thought pathway there. You have a hard time sticking to a diet. I can guarantee there's a thought pathway there. Do you have a difficult relationship with your boss or a colleague or anyone else? I guarantee there is a thought pathway there. If you look at all the behavioral patterns that show up in our lives, overspending, overdrinking, overeating, chronic job changing, indecisiveness, I can guarantee there's a thought pathway or maybe several there. And that is what is behind those behavioral patterns. Now, a little disclaimer, as you know, I am not a neuroscientist. I'm a marketer and a life coach. However, because the certifications I have are based on the principles of cognitive psychology, positive psychology, and neuroscience, I study the stuff and it's the foundation of what I teach my clients. So I'm going to take fancy scientific words and put them into everyday language so you understand exactly how that brain of yours works. So let's dive in. The best place to start is by talking about our brain cells. They're called neurons. And scientists say that we have about 100 billion or so on average. And their job is very simple. It is to send and receive information in your brain by connecting with other neurons that are surrounding it. A thought pathway happens when the connections form between neurons in your brain because of a recurring pattern of thought. Scientists' fancy word for this is a neural pathway, but I like to call it a thought pathway because that's the part that we control, our thoughts. The neurons are just doing what they do. We can't really control the neurons. They're going to light up or not light up based on you know us having a thought or not. But when we have a recurring thought, that is how the neurons form a thought pathway. We're the ones who control or can choose to control the thoughts that we think over and over and over again. Thought pathways are, they're the science behind learning. Like when we're little and we're first taught to learn and read and write, it's how we learn to associate the word apple with the visual of the fruit. That's a thought pathway. That connection between those two things is established by the neurons in your brain. It's the science behind your feelings, your recurring feelings about people, jobs, or even yourself. Here's how it works. 
If you have a thought about something or someone, your neurons light up. So if scientists were doing an MRI on your brain, it would show activity in your brain between the neurons that are lighting up and they form a connection associating your thought with that thing or person or whatever. Now, if the thought just happens once and you never think it again, no pathway is formed. No association between those two things is really established permanently. But if you have the thought over and over and over again, it forms a pattern in your neurons, a permanent connection, a thought pathway. That's how you start associating a thought or a judgment about yourself or another person. This is how it works. For example, let's say that you have a challenging meeting and there's one colleague in particular, at least in your mind, that contributed to the challenge. And let's say that you had a thought or probably a cluster of thoughts about that colleague that ranged from judgmental to angry. Now, if that situation with that colleague happens once and never again, the thought is likely to be dismissed and it will not form a permanent association in your brain or a thought pathway. But if you have a series of interactions with that person and your brain serves up a similar thought over and over and over again, a pathway is formed because your brain has now attached a meaning to that thing. And now every interaction you have with that colleague triggers that thought pathway that you've associated with it. See how it works? The other thing is it's important to know there are dominant and lesser pathways. So the first time you have a thought about something, it's a lesser pathway. It's not yet a pattern of recurring thought. It's just one individual thought and the permanent association hasn't yet happened. That is the power of thought maintenance and thought management, right? One thought and choosing whether you want to think it or not is one of the most important things that we can learn how to do in our life. Because if you don't think it again, a pathway is not formed. But the more you think that same thought over and over and over again, like the word apple and the visual of the fruit, the stronger the association and the more dominant the pathway becomes. It's like the path of a river or a highway. It's there. It's established. It's well-traveled. It feels familiar because your thoughts drive that same way all the time. So it just feels true to you. You're not even aware anymore. It's a thought or a choice. This is exactly where our beliefs come from. And it's why sometimes it's hard to even know what we believe because it's so deeply ingrained. It just feels like a truth. It's all about the thought pathway. I have so many clients that, and honestly myself over the years, 
that try to get to the root of their issues. If they're having self-doubt or unhappiness in their job or relationship issues, and they try to go deep and really isolate and identify the pivotal incident that caused the whole thing. And, you know, when they first come to me, they believe that if they can just find the reason or the event or really understand what and why it happened, they think they can just release their self-doubt or their relationship issues, and they'll all magically be resolved. But the truth is, it's not about the one thing that started it. I mean, yes, that first thought you had started it, but it's really about what you chose to think over and over and over again. And now you have a dominant thought pathway. That's why isolating and releasing and all that stuff, it's not quite that easy. You can do it, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but it is not as simple as really understanding what happened or whatever. It's There's way more to it than that. So it gets really interesting when you look at how emotional patterns are tied to thought pathways. So for example, and this one is near and dear to my heart, as you know, if you've listened to earlier episodes... I used to have a thing with public speaking. And so if it's the first time you're asked to speak in front of a really large group and you had a thought about that experience that really scared you, then an association is formed that links public speaking with fear. And if you only have it once and you sort of manage your way through it, no thought pathway is formed. But if like me, you didn't, manage your way through it. And you have that same public speaking equals fear or death thought an emotion pattern that I had. And you do that over and over and over again, you become someone who panics at the thought of speaking in front of a group of people and you will do anything to avoid it. If this is you and you believe that public speaking is dangerous and leaves you vulnerable to failure and the judgments of others, You just think that is a truth. (laughs) I know, because I thought that for years. But I'm here to tell you it's not true. That fear-based emotion didn't just happen. Public speaking isn't just scary. The thought and emotion association that's developed is simply a thought pathway that was caused by something you thought over and over and over again. That is how our thoughts become not only emotional patterns, but also behavioral problems. If I'm always afraid to try new things, it's because there's a thought pathway in my brain that triggers a fear response, which causes me to not do the new thing. If I always dread Monday mornings or meetings with my boss, it's because there's a thought pathway in my brain that triggers that response. If I always believe I'm not good enough or smart enough or pretty enough or thin enough, it's because there's a thought pathway in my brain that triggers that response. Because they're dominant and familiar, we think these thought pathways are just true. They've become beliefs. So thought pathways are really another word for beliefs. They're thoughts we think over and over and over again. 
This is incredibly powerful to know. And if you are like me, I like to understand how things work. So when somebody tells me a thought is a choice or our beliefs or thoughts we have over and over again, I, I got to know more. <laughs> and that's why I did this research and started reading a lot of things on neuroscience and stuff, because it's, I think it's, it's important to know it's just true. These are not just words or a self-help philosophy. It is how our biology works. And it's why, you know, when we really get that everything we choose to think is optional, our life and our career, every everything is transformed. And this is important with all aspects of our life. But because this podcast is about career and business, it applies there as well. Every day, in every minute of every day, I have seen too many people, myself included, get mired down in misery convinced that they just need a new job or a new boss or a better culture or less political colleagues. And when that's what we think over and over and over again, until a thought pathway has formed, we become stuck in misery and we plot an escape or most of us do. We think that if we just found a different job and had a better boss, or we're in a a better work culture, a new city, a new partner, a smaller body, a new whatever, then we think our lives would change. And I'm here to tell you that running away or looking for perfect changes nothing. And the reason is your established thought pathway, if you don't disrupt it and change it, you are very, very likely to just repeat the same, I hate my whatever pattern in your new scenario. Running away does not change or eliminate a thought pathway. Here's what will become aware of your thoughts using methods like we teach in our practice. This helps you not only gain awareness in the instant you have the thought, but it also helps you uncover the recurring patterns of thought that you have. Then you can deliberately choose to have a new thought, or you can build a new thought pathway that leads you in the direction you want to go. I know it sounds so simple, but the miracle of this whole thing is that our brain has something scientists call neuroplasticity. That means you can actively and consciously rewire your brain. You can reprogram yourself to believe new things about you and your possibilities, to see people differently and jobs differently and your whole life differently. And here's a great non-work example. For most of my life, I have had a deathly fear of dentists. But at the same time, I care about having a nice smile. So I forced myself to go, but it has been scary. It's it's literally like when I drive to the dentist, I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I may not make it out alive. It is that deep and that petrifying. So much so that I've investigated like maybe being put under sedation when I go. I know it sounds crazy, but some dentists do that for severe anxiety. And I finally just decided, I've never done that. And I finally just decided enough. One bad experience at 13 has turned into a lifetime of fear. 
I would do anything to avoid going to the dentist. I would go, but when I went, my hands would grip the chair like a vice. I was petrified. (laughs) It was just, I can't even imagine what the look on my face or in my eyes was. I honestly, the dentists that I've gone to have had to think I was crazy. But after, you know, several years of learning how our thoughts work, I realized something really important, just really in the past month. I have a couple of things I've got to tend to with my teeth. And so I've had a couple of appointments and a couple more coming up. And I realized that I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore to myself. Having that level of anxiety is not healthy. It disrupts my life for the days leading up to it and the days after. And when I went to my last appointment about three weeks ago, I thought, you know what? Enough. Uh, This is just a thought pathway. It's just a thought that I've had over and over and over again, year after year and decade after decade. And I decided on this last visit to try a different approach. So the night before, when I was feeling uneasy and my brain was telling me I should just cancel and say I'm sick or something, I instead thought, no, we're not doing that. And I deliberately picked a couple of new thoughts that I repeated over and over again that evening. And then as I drove to the dentist and those thoughts were, I love taking care of my teeth and I've got an amazing dentist who's great at her job. And by the way, that's true. She's very young dentist and very skilled and very gentle and she's amazing. So my fear has nothing to do with her or what she's done to me. It's just what I've done to myself by choosing this thought over and over again. And so guess what? Like as I was driving to the dentist, I was totally relaxed. I didn't even need to listen to my Calm app on my phone. I just listened to the music on the drive there. It was a beautiful day. I plopped down in the exam chair and I even chatted a little bit with the hygienist. My dentist came in and she's like, wow, (laughs) you're very relaxed. And you know what? I was. It felt great. I don't really believe that I'm not afraid of the dentist though. It's that thought pattern is still there. I don't believe it yet that uh, I, you know, love my dentist and all that, but it's something that I'm going to choose to think over and over again until I form a new neural pathway or new thought pathway. But the truth is I'm on my way. The same thing can happen for you. It is miraculous. Thinking that you hate your job or that you have a toxic work culture or a bad boss, those are just thoughts. And please know that when I say that, I'm not trying to diminish how you feel. I know how real it feels because over the course of my career, I've had many of those same thoughts. But what I want you to know is that you can choose to start to believe something new if you wish. And the really beautiful thing about it is that you can decide to love that thing that today you fear, hate, avoid, and obsess about. I know it's hard to imagine, but it is true. I wish I'd known this decades ago. I can't even imagine how different my career and my life would have been. I'm happy with my career and life, but 
I look back and I see how my own patterns of thought have held me back. And to think that had I known this, I could have avoided that is amazing. And it's the passion behind why I want to talk to you about it. I want you to know this because it will change your life. When you realize that the power of your happiness and satisfaction does not lie outside yourself in your circumstances or with people, but inside, that is huge. Sure, you can still decide you want a new job or a new boss or a new partner or a new city. Change is fine, but wanting or desiring is a very different thing from change that happens through hate or fear. Very, very different. And that is the power of one thought and the power of deciding to choose what you want to start believing right here and right now. That is the ultimate quality of life control. So until next time, make it a great week, my friends. Do you have a life coach? If not, I'd be so honored to be your coach. I've created a virtual coaching program and monthly membership called Next Level. Inside, we take the material you hear on this podcast, study it, and then apply it. Join me at thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Don't forget the, thepurposefulcareer.com backslash next level. Join me and together we'll make your career and life everything you dream of. We'll see you there.